When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Today, Healthier is happening at CVS Health in more ways than you've ever seen. It's wellness destinations for seniors, including select locations with Oak Street Health and CVS Pharmacy. It's doctors, nurses, pharmacists, and everyone in between, offering quality care and support virtually, in person, and on the phone. It's in-home evaluations through Signify Health and meeting mental health needs through Aetna. And those are just a few of the ways Healthier is happening. To see more, visit cvshealth.com slash healthierhappenstogether. CVS Pharmacy, Oak Street Health, CVS Specialty, Signify Health, and Aetna are part of CVS Health. Eligibility and services vary by location and individual. Hello there, and welcome to the Comedians Playing Fantasy Premier League podcast with me, John Richardson. And me. I want to apologise for the racket you just heard, Matt Ford. This is the podcast where we follow the highs and the lows of the FPL teams of some of the country's funniest people. I was trying to be nice. I know, but it it was a screech. Hello. I know, but you mock your own voice plenty enough. But I mean, Hello there. See, that's nice. When you add that warm, tobacco-y, smoky bottom to it, it helps, but when it's all right. when it's all high register, it's just rank. Hello, <sighs> I can picture Welcome people. Welcome to the podcast. Oh, that's nice. Welcome Go to on, the what podcast. Well, they're they're shivering on the tube or on the bus to work. They're going oh like that. The partners in the other room going, "What is that racket? Don't play it through the Bluetooth speaker. You're scaring the animals." Off. Well, should we talk How about... I'm good, I'm good. So do we talk about FPL first or life first? What would you rather, John? It's up to you. No, they're both crap, aren't they? They're both, they're both, they're both in irrelevance that will soon end. Well... Is that fair? <laughs> oh, my God. Um, a, a very sort of bleak and, uh, and uh, unexpectedly deep start to the show um, about the Hello. prospect of an afterlife and the certainty of mortality. But let's deal with FPL first because this and is the, an FPL and podcast. the end of the season. And the end of the season, yes. That's what it's... Yeah, I think so that's all I meant about FBL. Okay, I think I'm struggling to deal with that more than uh, the certainty of my one-time death. So, your tactic last week, John, was to copy me. So, the week before, I'd basically forgotten and beat you. So, this week, you didn't touch your team. And just tell the world yes. what happened. Well, it was all right, actually. I think I got away with it, given that it, uh, it was a double game week and I, I didn't even open the app. I scored uh, 72 points, which I'm actually quite happy with. Um, things didn't go in my favour. I still don't understand goalkeeping scorings. Goal goal, well, goal. I had Ramsdale who played twice, and I got three points for him. That that just doesn't seem that seems mathematically impossible to me. I know Chelsea Mate, scored a couple. I can't believe I'm having to explain the rules to you, but he played twice and he got three points. So there's a point each for an appearance, and the third point is because he wears short sleeves. Yeah, but it's sleeves. a point each for each half. I see. Okay, so I didn't realise he was in short sleeves. Yeah, because he wears short sleeves and gets um, a bonus point because it makes him okay. look Mexican. I'm not on top of all the scoring. Um, Rafinha, I got zero points for, presumably because there's rumours about him leaving Leeds United. Uh, Doherty at uh, Tottenham, I didn't get any points for, and that's got a red exclamation mark next to it. So does that mean he's been done for speeding? Oh, something like that, yeah. Um, so I've got two players still to play. Broya and Adams still have a game in hand uh, for Southampton. Broya? 
Uh, that's how I like to pronounce it. Is that Is like it? jalapenos? Oh, it? <laughs> it like depends where he's from, you see. I think he's uh, Hispanic, Could isn't he? Broja. 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 A real broja. <laughs> when he makes a joke, I guess it's a broja. It's another Very feature good. we could yeah, do on the show where we do. Oh, he's Albanian. Oh, God, what does that mean? So over to our Albanian export for what the J sounds like in Albania. Matt Ford? <laughs> ah, so it's bro Ah. Yeah, because you've got to get the A on in the end. So I've got um, okay, Adams well. and bro ah. Um, Still with points to play. So I- I'm on 73. I removed mm-hmm. Rafinha from my team, substituted, well, transferred him for uh, Harvey Barnes, who I captained. That yielded mm-hmm. 24 points. Um, and do you want to give a little shout out to whichever tipster gave you that idea? Well, no, I just needed to get Rafinha out, didn't I? Because he clearly wasn't going to play. I used yeah, the app and the, this week. And the decision to bring in uh, Harvey Barnes. Well, he's just doing well, isn't he? He's one of the most obvious yeah. transfers in. Yeah, sure. Okay, fine. So that's, Stick with that. for now, that's just the FPL score. So I, I beat John this week. So it's about 22-12 to you, which given how the season started is, is remarkable. I'm up to um, 11th in our Comedians League, which is great news for me. So I'm still hoping to finish inside the top 10. Um, mm-hmm. But let's talk about life, John, because the last two episodes... And I'm not sure anyone did notice this, but you mm-hmm. weren't in your usual location. We were abroad for security reasons. We couldn't divulge your location. So let us know where you've been and what you've been doing. Uh, I was in Spain. I was filming uh, a show which I'm not allowed to speak about yet because it hasn't been announced. Okay. Uh, but, you know, vagaries of television that these things get made in secret. I don't quite understand it, but I think I'll get in trouble if I say what it well, is. That's okay. We don't want to get you into trouble. It, it, can yeah. you not tell us for, for national security reasons? Um, well, I can hint at It's sort of like, do you remember Total Wipeout? Yeah. Yeah, so it's sort of like that, but instead of like rubber uh, and inflated things, it's actual weaponry. Oh my god! Um, so you know that basically after Brexit, there was a change in the law. You are now allowed to take postmen out of England, put them on assault course, and chop their heads off. So that's what I've been up to. Um, Squid game, had a lovely time. Basically, yeah, absolutely. Um, that's what we've called it. Actually, you win a hundred pounds if you get to the end. Um, so it's a hundred squid game, and uh, obviously nobody gets to the end because I'm I'm the final challenge. Just me, absolutely tooled up on a big wet conveyor belt. <laughs> I would love to see you. What's the fat baddie in Sonic? The guy who bounces around. Oh yeah, Doctor Hedgehog is it? Or Doctor something? Doctor Knuckles? I think I Knuckles was Doctor Bread. Eggman. Eggman. Is it Eggman? It can't be. It shouldn't be. Let me Sonic, Sonic Baddy. Knuckles was his mate. Sonic, obviously, himself. Dr. Robotnik. Yeah, Dr. Robotnik with that mad tash. Better known as Eggman, according to Wikipedia. You're kidding me. Oh, my God. Yeah, or it does come up. Of course, yeah. if you're listening in Albania, better known as Eggman, because the G sound is the J sound oh, in so Albania. No, that's the J sound. So if he was Edgeman, it would be Eggman. But because he is Eggman, it's Edgeman. God, this is, I tell you what, the education we give on this podcast, yeah. it, we're like GCSE bite size. You listen to 10 minutes of this, yeah. You basically, you could be a full on FPL tipster in Albania. Yeah. <laughs> so you were abroad, you were in Spain. So did you get to watch any football? Uh, I did manage to watch, thanks to the wonders of uh, international football rights, I was able to watch Leeds United versus Watford. I found a little taverna, um, a little uh, down a back street, you know, a cobbled alley 
uh, called the Yorkshire Pride, um, full of locals eating tapas. They do this tapas that is like um, slices of roast beef with uh, <laughs> potatoes, broccoli, and gravy. Um, it's called, what do they call it in Spain? El Maxi Inglesi. El Cook Diner. El Cook Diner. Uh, Sunday roast. That's what it is. El, El Sunday roast. Henning Venn works um, there, does he? Yeah. Oh, dear. Oh, God. Oh, was there. It was a, it was a little bit bonkers. You're, um, you're, the, you're the language expert, especially when it comes to Spanish. Does Maxi Inglesi uh, pull across as, as full English? Would that work? Uh, maybe in some language. Good, not, not Spanish. It does, it does sound good. It does sound... Um, it sounds like a channel, to be honest. If you were flicking through the channels in Italy and you were watching men playing topless darts, <laughs> it would be on a channel called Maxi Inglesi. <laughs> Chubby man. It's a mantit. Mantit's universal. I, th- I think that's one of those you do with sort of sign language. So, yeah, I watched Leeds beat Watford in the Yorkshire Pride in Benidorm as part of this. Well, not as part of this show. Obviously, it wasn't being filmed, but I snuck off for a little while. I said, look, guys, I've got a lot of stuff to do. You know, I'm a really busy guy. Uh, just got to sort out some of my some of my stuff back home, you know, trade some of my uh, online stocks. Uh, and they said, okay, fine. And I went to watch Leeds Watford and I paid £1, well, €1.50 a pint, which... Well, that's the best thing that's going to happen to me for the rest of this year, I'll tell you that. And was it was it good lager? Was it legit? There's no such thing as bad lager at 150, is there? Mate, um, come on. It was it was a it was a sort of pilsner style Spanish lager. I thought I'd misheard. I heard the 50 bit, uh slid a five over thinking she'd have said 450 oh. there. Back came three pound fifty. Then I knew I was in trouble. Whoa. Um, absolutely wonderful, and we won. I mean, just doesn't get any better than that, does it? That I, I've had the privilege of watching Leeds United abroad twice this season. Both times we've beaten relegation rivals, so I think uh, it's only fair that the club pay for me to travel back to Spain for the Brentford game at the end of the season. If they really want three points from that, I think that's what the last do. time I watched uh, a game of football on holiday was Leeds Forest when we beat you 2-0 towards the end of that season. Don't remember you it. went up and we didn't. Oh, no, it was the following oh, season well, you went up, I think. Isn't that mad? Oh, so that would have been oh, in no. the Derby cheating season, which came to full fruition this week. Oh, actually, no, it was, uh, it was, it was the season you went up because then COVID basically happened straight after, and you went up that summer, didn't you? So, oh my God! Oh yeah, because of COVID. Yeah, no, no, no not because... here it comes. Yeah, I'll do your little speech, mate. Nah, yeah, nah, you guys nah, in the media. Nah. So, what were you saying about Derby? Because that sounded good. Well, the, the the season we didn't go up, uh, we went out in the playoff semi-finals, oh. of course, to what we now know to be an entirely... Uh, I, I haven't followed again the details of the story, but I think it's turned out all that Derby team were robots built in a lab, uh, funded by uh, basically the dark web. I think... Is that what the story is? Why Derby are now in trouble? They are now relegated to the third tier of English football. Their relegation to League One confirmed just a few days ago, despite the brave exploits of Wayne Rooney. Uh, he has failed to maintain their second division status. They're now in. I mean, imagine. Well, I mean, what a season you have to say for them if they go 
and they have done gone down to the third division. Imagine if that pain is compounded by watching Nottingham Forest, their bitterest rivals. Would you know, I set my timer to see how quickly it would be in the conversation about Derby's relegation before you mentioned the possibility of Forest promotion, and that was seven seconds. But you can't help it, can you? I mean, obviously, they, they exist uh, in relation to each other in so many ways. Forest, obviously, the bigger club. So you admit that... Forest would be an irrelevance without Derby. That's what you're saying. No, no. Without Derby, without that sort of dogfight, without that sort of. Um, oh, excuse me, oh, a little dear, bit. Of what was that? Um, I don't know. It came from deep. I haven't had breakfast this morning, and I think that was that was my tummy complaining about that. And have you heard the sh- ones that Lucy hates? I can do a full-on mouth burp. Yeah, she doesn't mind. But those sort of gurgly halfway down the windpipe ones, where you can hear the rumbles, she really hates them. Well, those ones don't sound human, do they? They sound like something from the deep. They're the sort of thing you imagine an octopus would, yeah. would do after a meal. Um, just talking of your daily routine. So you've not eaten yet. Have you had a shower yet? Uh, no. So I arrived back from Spain yesterday. So I last showered on a different country. Um, Let's see, it would have been in? On. Yeah, I was stood on it. Yeah, I know, but come on, mate. I was stood on Spanish soil. I last wet my genitalia with Spanish water at, uh, let's see, it was 4.15am Spanish time. That's 3.15am here. So you're looking at 30 hours since I last wet my genitalia. Um, John, why haven't you showered since you got back? Um, because, well, I didn't need to yesterday. Yes, you Because I'd already showered that day, yes, that calendar day. I'd already showered that calendar day. But, mate, I do, I'm not like you. I don't, I'm not like a dog. I don't roll around in the floor. I don't sniff things. I don't rub up against things. I put my little clothes on. I go about my business. I don't sweat that much. I don't find daily life that much of a physical trial. And uh, there was a lot to do yesterday, obviously, getting back. And then you pick your daughter up from school, got very excited, big big mouth into uh, one of the other. I snuck back, basically, got an earlier flight to uh, surprise my daughter who didn't think I was picking her up from Aww. school. Chatting to one of the other mums in the queue. Who could smell um, you. I was saying, uh, yeah, you smell of cheap lager and 3-0 victory. That's what she was saying. <laughs> I said, uh, she doesn't know I'm picking her up, so this might be a bit of uh, bit of an emotional uh reunion mm. my daughter came out of our classroom passed me her school bag ran off up the hill didn't say anything well it was emotional uh, for you by the sounds of things did you cry it was emotional for me yeah i was absolutely stitched up and you I probably to look like an absolute monster you've been on the raz for a fortnight in spain then you don't shower after the flight back you must have i bet you smell of like cheese and vinegar and well, those, like, why do i need to smell? shower after a flight what do, what are you getting up to on a plane that means you have to instantly dissolve the grease from your body it is a clammy atmosphere it's recycled air you get off you've got that slightly damp back feel you don't feel right until you got back and had a shower and really woken your body up um i think you're basically like a, a sylvanian family aren't you? You're like a sort of dinky little thing that just sits in the house and you put clothes on and stuff. But yeah, you, you don't you don't perspire. You're like a little toy rabbit. Okay, fine. That's not the worst thing you've ever said about me. So I'm actually, you know, in terms of a conversation about uh, ailing personal hygiene and, and your opinion of me, to end up being a little Sylvanian rabbit, I think I've come out of that quite well. I'll take it. Have you done any of your forfeits? No, have you? No. I am gonna. I went to get Jaffa cakes this morning. And it was just. It was a bad school run. Um, it just. It just didn't happen. This is what happens when we record at you know five past nine. It's okay. But it would have happened at eleven. Um, 
So let's let's uh, we've had a few uh, end of season forfeits because as much as I've enjoyed discussing your victory this week and how it's now twenty two twelve, the fact remains that uh, the season is over. You will lose, and I have asked for suggestions of forfeits for you. Okay, for the season finale, Jeff Higgins, uh, manager of Old Big Horn FC, um, so named because it's an anagram of Rob Holding. Old Big Horns, you like that? I like it. I mean, I, I just like the name anyway, regardless of it. It's uh, anagrammatical um, etymology. Um, mm. Old Big Horn says to me, Texas. It says. Uh, big mm. slabs of barbecued meat on the range, ten gallon yeah. spittoons, people who don't give a shit, and uh, oh god, do I want to hang around with those people? <laughs> <laughs> so old, uh, old Jeff of uh, Big Horn, mm-hmm. he says, for the final forfeit, perhaps Matt should have to go vegan for a month. Uh, this will improve his health, though, so you'll have to add in the demeaning aspect of a further forfeit. Oh. Um, I don't like that for two reasons. One is that I actually, you don't eat a lot of meat, and uh, through the gout period, you basically were vegan. So, A, I don't think it's enough of a challenge for you. And, B, I resent the idea that being vegan is a a forfeit. It's actually a a lifestyle choice that's better for your own personal health, better for the planet's health, and it's better for the well-being of animals. Yes, I agree with that. Also, I I think it would technically constitute a restriction of my human rights, um, and therefore... I'm up for that. I'm up for that. If I, I believe me, if anyone at the Home Office is listening, uh, and there's a forfeit that you can help me get pushed through legally quickly <sighs> to restrict Matt Ford's human rights, I am bang up for I that. Tell you what, and this, you could waterboard me. <laughs> do, do you really want that? I mean, I know you're on a rich run of form at the moment. You've won a couple of weeks. Do you really want me to waterboard you and take the risk of you confessing to something that was buried so deep that even you've forgotten you've done it? Well, I don't think you need to interrogate me. I just want to uh, enjoy, well, not enjoy, I guess endure. I remember seeing the video of Christopher Hitchens getting waterboarded and part of you goes, he's sort of mildly curious about how, it, I mean, it looks horrible. So it is horrible. So maybe, I should yeah. maybe okay. What about just um, we do like one of those snowboarding? Things. Uh, oh yeah. I think I'd rather see you get snowboarded than waterboarded. But if you did it with snow, as in not the sports snowboarding, because I can't be bothered with that. But if you just no, that's what I want you to do. I want, snow you to, snow I, want to, I want to somehow chopper you to the top of a mountain with nothing but a snowboard, naked, and say, right, I'll meet you at the bottom for a pint, <laughs> and then see what happens. I could see that so clearly. A GoPro in every orifice. <laughs> Genuinely, full body shivered. Then my back is still oh, really? just thinking of it. Yeah. Oh. So while we're discussing the Home Office, mm-hmm. um, maybe just Lucas put, Harris. Why don't you just maybe like do one of those SAS things where you put a hood over my head, you hold me in a stress position, you play Britney Spears really loud, <laughs> that sort of thing. I mean, there's been times when I've accidentally brushed past you in a queue, and you've said, "Don't touch me there, make me." Sh-. <laughs> the idea that I could put you in a stress position and we wouldn't both end up. <laughs> covered in whatever rotting meat okay. is inside your gizzards at <laughs> okay, that point. Let's, how about this then? And I, It's just a funny idea, and I'm not saying I would agree to it. It begs the question why I'm about to say it. You've got a minute mm-hmm. to try and make me sh- <laughs> <laughs> Just me and you in a room and you can do whatever you like. I'm allowed to defend myself, but you've got a minute to try and make me sh- <laughs> Um, Which TV channel do you think we would we would be best placed pitching that to? Is it is it is it something for the Beeb? BBC Four. Put it on after a BBC documentary 4. about you know language or art. 
sky art maybe <laughs> yeah yeah like a sort of sweet and sour you've probably have enough learning about velasquez why don't you watch this man cack his pants in a cell or like sky farts where the whole show the whole channel is about bums poop guts smells now this is news to me uh, you apparently do other podcasts. Um, obviously, I don't follow your work outside. I literally speak to you for these 50 minutes, and then I don't speak to you again. Mm. Uh, Luca says, I was recently listening to Matt Ford's latest political party pod, mm -hmm. um, and there was a suggestion from Jacob Rees-Mogg that Matt should go to Go Ape dressed as Tarzan. <laughs> I think he may have stumbled upon the final forfeit for the comedian's FPL loser. Oh, my God. I'd like to see you at Go Ape. I'd like to go to Go Ape. I reckon we could Would do you? it. Would you? I think if we do it when we do like our brewery tour and we have a couple, then go yeah. to Go Ape, I'll do the Tarzan yeah. thing and then we go back to the brewery tour. I'll be well up for that. That is definitely the front runner so far. Some sort of fancy dress Go Ape experience. It does feel odd that we're doing this based on a recommendation from Jacob Rees-Mogg, but I guess that's just the way life goes. That's the way life goes. Uh, Ian. Idea for Matt Ford, end of season forfeit. Uh, I think you're going to like this one. Matt has to spend season 22, 23. Um, very American language there, but I'll let it slide. Following Derby County for one season only, uh. going to as many home games as possible and steering clear of the forest ground for one calendar no. year. No, no, no. I'd rather you just, um, I'd rather you just, I'd rather I just let you make me Simon Moriarty, open top bus ride round Nottingham in full derby Absolutely kit. Absolutely, I would get killed. Liam Turvey, Matt Ford, naked in the centre of the uh, Forest Stadium, singing a Derby County song. Why are these all to do with me being like naked, vulnerable, attacked? It, it really gives the impression that people who listen to this show hate my guts. Um, well, it's got to be a big forfeit, hasn't it? Um, Barry, Ooh. hello, lads. Not Barry Abbott. Not Barry Abbott, oh. sadly not. Barry Loughran. Ooh, Loughran. Um, maybe Loughran. L-O-U-G-H-R-A-N. I'd have gone Loughran, but what do I know? Loughran. Lauran. L well, it's like cough, isn't it? Loughran. Okay. That's what I've gone for, but you've gone... Uh, it could be Luran, Loughran, Lauran. It's the intricacies of the Spanish language, and that's why we've got so many listeners out in Albania. Thanks for your support, guys. Hey, guys. Um, hello, lads. Where do you think Barry's from? Loughran. Up north. Doesn't say. Uh, up north. I'm going to say yeah. northeast. Northeast. All right, then. How are you, lads? Okay. I've been listening to your podcast since day one, and I wanted to start by saying thanks for the shorts. Helped me get many DIY jobs get completed. Ooh. My idea for a forfeit brings your love of pints and Matt's knife-edge health issues together <laughs> in what could be a glorious crescendo to the season. The idea is to create a 24-hour brewery sitting, <gasps> one which can be shortened by a single hour with each consumption of a pint, e.g. if you drink eight pints, you stay in the brewery for 16 hours. <laughs> I'll be honest, I don't care what happens in the middle, I just want to see the bit when he comes out. How does that sound, Barry? I just want to see the bit where he comes out. <laughs> I love yeah. Barry Lochran. I'll tell you what, we've got some great Barrys who listen to this show. I reckon we've got the yeah. highest amount of good Barrys of any podcast in the world. What podcast do you think a bad Barry is listening to? Oh, God. Probably the Political Party by Matt Ford. I imagine that attracts yeah. some real bad Barrys. Your, the Venn diagram of your Barry listenership is just two circles. It's a Barry Island. So, um, oh, wonderful. thank you so much. Hey, 
Really good. Cheers, mate. Really, I think I think possibly I mean one of the best jokes you've made since we started this podcast. That sounds like less of yeah. a compliment. That sounds like judgment. That's one of the better ones in the last year. Um, so where were we now? Um, bro- I mean, the thing is, what Barry doesn't seem to realise is there's no incentive for me to leave a brewery. Um, you're implying that you would stay there for the full 24 hours and enjoy yourself. Well, why wouldn't I? I mean, this is the thing. Barry literally can't organise a piss up in a brewery. He- he's got me there, and then the whole thing is to get out. What are you on about, Barry? The whole point is to stay forever and just sit there eating pork scratchings going... Let's just have one more until we cark it. <laughs> That's the sort of thing you'd say. You're rubbing off on me there. I actually don't believe that. I, would, I am not. I want... Oh, yes, you are. I would. <laughs> I would. I'd at some point go, we're going to have to bugger off. You know what I really want to do, John? I mean, there's other things I want to yeah. do as well. I want a holiday. I want to feel some sun on my face. I really okay. want to have a few days where we go to some pubs, we watch football, and we just carpet each other like we used to, where we do each other's heads in. Yeah, okay, I'm up for that. Yeah. Oh, I thought yeah, you, I I thought like you were going to push yeah. back. Uh, uh, do you miss me as well, then? Is that what I'm to glean? I miss being uh, brutally abusive to your face. I mean, the podcast scratches a certain itch, mm. but there's something about seeing a shot land. You know, it's like the bit after a round in boxing where you, you, you get to really watch in slow motion the sort of, I want to see the, the face wobble. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. So what do I do? I, I like the Go Ape Tarzan one. I mean, obviously... At the moment, I think that's the leader, isn't it? I think it is, yeah. It's time for a game of animal, weapon, location. Oh, yes. My favourite bit. It sounds like uh, it should be hosted by someone chirpier than me. Rick Ward. Uh, I've selected from this week's uh, suggestions. Keep them coming in. Uh, Rick Ward says, animal weapon location. I tell you what I like about it. It's, it's a brief uh, message and it's to the point. He don't mess about Rick. Mm-hmm. Um, animal weapon location, badger with a baseball bat wrapped in barbed wire in Boston. <laughs> and is that Boston America or Boston Lynx? Up to you, really, where you want to go with it. Do you want to go to a sort of agricultural community suffering an obesity crisis, or do you want to go to a uh, sort of American crime hotspot? Ooh, um, ooh, well, I, I guess I'll just channel it and, and see. I'll see, see where what comes out. Okay. <laughs> goddamn! It's a goddamn <laughs> bitch with a baseball bat wrapped in ah, motherfucker, got me right in the ankle. Oh, right in the nuts. Bloody hell. What's going on, Randy? Hey, man. The first time in Boston, England. Goddamn bitches. Frack me in the nuts with a baseball bit. Goddamn pop. I'm bleeding out, buddy. You're bloody weird, you are. Hey, come on, mate. I like this badger. I'm going to have it as a little pet. Come on. Get in the back of the van. So there you go. That was uh, quite the story where a man from Boston... In America, found himself in Boston in Lincolnshire, got attacked by a badger with a baseball bat wrapped in barbed wire, and then the bystander who witnesses it adopts the badger and approves of the behaviour. Mm. Um, and and where's the American from? Texas, Boston, Boston, America. Yeah, I only googled it while you were doing the impression. There is a Boston, Texas. Oh, um, so that there is a get out there if you want. Uh, yes, it. sorry, when you said from, sorry that that's that is quite vague. So, um. He was born in Boston, uh, 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 the Tea Party Boston, but then he moved to Boston, Texas, where he spent most I of his see. life. So that would explain the accent. Yeah. All right. 
well, keep your suggestions coming in. That was that was a full performance. That mm. um, I think these are going to grow week by week to the point where by the end of the season we'll probably open with this and I'll just leave you alone for 40 minutes to act out a full animal assault on a town full of people uh, with backstories to tell. <laughs> now, as you know, John, I love the FA Cup. It's my favourite tournament. I prefer it to the league. I th- and I think this season's FA Cup has been the best for a very long time. I think the third and fourth uh, rounds this Why year. do you think that? No, no, no. I thought that even before Forrest played Arsenal, I just there were so many great matchups, so many giant killings. It, it really, and I think most people listening to this would agree, it has been the best season of the FA Cup. It's a shame that the final will probably be quite boring, but uh, hopefully I've now jinxed it into being better. Um, but Man City, of course, lost uh, against Liverpool in the FA Cup semi-final last weekend. Phil Foden was uh, photographed going to co-op to buy some Lucas Aid and some Links and S- Links Africa. And um, <laughs> not cufflinks. <laughs> no, <laughs> not, think not anyone's ever course. bought Lucas Aid and cufflinks at the same time. I, I mean, if anyone has, it's probably me. Yeah, oh yeah, almost certainly. I would say I was in a, a strong position for that. But he was, yeah, picture coming out of co-op. You know, I love stuff like that. I love Phil Foden. I think he's the most exciting footballer in the world. And I love the fact that <laughs> <laughs> well, he is. He is. I love it when football pundits say in the world as if as if they've studied the very intricacies of the Panamanian League. He makes me more excited than any other footballer. So for me, he is... How many footballers are you aware of off this continent? Twelve? Well, no, because... Name twelve players who don't play in Britain. Oh, hang on. Well, that's different. That's about ones that don't play here. So, obviously, uh, Britain has a diverse uh, football league because we have players from all over the world who come and play here. If you're going to go about bandying oh, about no, claims like excited. Phil Foden is the most excited player in the don't, world. Don't take this from me. I, he's my favourite <laughs> footballer, okay, that's n- right, non-forest. Fine. Non-forest. So, fine. And I do find the way he plays football, and I think you could say, mm. what do we mean? He's got the best step over in the in the 28 postcodes around him. He's a phenomenon, right? And, and I really don't think we've seen the best of him. And I certainly don't think England have used him to his full capacity yet. Norman City. Anyway, I'm so glad he uses Lynx Africa. Norman City? I... Sounds like an awful football team. <laughs> I love Lynx Africa. And I love Lucas Aid support. And I feel on some level this means... And I like Costa Coffee as well. So I'm like, oh, my God. Me and Phil Foden basically have the same same weekly shop. So I've, yes. I feel a kinship with the man. Do you think that's a deep spiritual link? Or do you think that is a thing that footballers and you uh, in particular haven't changed your, I was going to say shopping habits, but I'm going to broaden that out to habits in general since you were 15-year-old boys? No, take this as a theory. People say, oh, why are you still buying Lynx Africa? It's 2022. I would say, why are you still eating carrots? Why are you still eating carrots? <laughs> <laughs> right, okay. Reason, right? I, I could just say, yeah. oh, you're eating the same stuff your granddad used to eat. Modernise. Why aren't you eating, you know, silver discs of space rations? Yes, it's an argument I'd love to see happen in 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 the flesh. I'd love to be out with you one day. It, it makes me want to take you to a shop. I just want to follow you around for a day buying Links Africa until someone says that to you. Until someone comes up to you and says, "Why are you still buying Links Africa?" Just to see you turn with a fully prepared argument. Especially if they've got a bag of carrots in their shopping basket. My God, that's a, that's the next viral sensation oh, video. It's a good argument. And also, there's a reason why Lynx Africa has endured in a way that, um, I mean, my favourite actually was Atlantis. I thought that was a lovely smell. 
um, a, a more refreshing smell, whereas Lynx Africa has that sweetness to it. It's enjoyed because it's a really nice smell. Mm. It's as simple as that. I still wear Brute, mate. You don't have to. You don't have to explain yourself Ooh, to I me. Love brute, that peppery. I mean, that is a rich flavour, isn't it, Brute? That is old man, and, and, and I don't mean old man as in an elderly man. I mean like classic man, vintage <laughs> male scent. Makes me think of Christmas. It's got that pepperiness to it. You go, oh yeah, splash on a bit of Brute. Have a bit of mulled wine. Splash on a bit more Brute. Oh yeah, mulled wine. That's a great shout. Oh, that, that has landed heavier with me than it should on the twenty-first of April at ten o'clock in the morning. The idea of a cheeky little mulled wine. I've got some in you know. It just didn't get through any at Christmas, so yeah, it lasts as well, doesn't it? it keeps. I've got a Christmas pudding. Do you know what? I kept a Christmas pudding for a while, and I, and I, oh, I think we discussed it on the show a couple of months ago. But you could have that at any point, John. That's just a pudding now. Well, I had a um, we had a June mess last year because obviously oh, the Christmas yes, previous to this one was you know mid pandemic. Uh, we didn't get to see the people we wanted to. So when restrictions lifted in the summer, we had a bloody summer Christmas. And I've got to tell you, it really didn't oh. work. Yeah, it was lovely to see the people that we hadn't seen and share times together. In reality, it was far too hot for a roast dinner and a Christmas jumper, and that sort of stifled the atmosphere. Well, you know, actually, I went through this recently, so it was the rescheduled Christmas special of my political party podcast, uh, and it featured Jacob Rees-Mogg and Rosanna Allen Khan. So I played Christmas music, I got the baby sham in, I had an inflatable yeah. Santa on the stage, um, a, a fibre-optic Christmas tree, and the audience didn't get in the mood at all, in the Christmas sense. Yeah. They just thought it was all a bit weird yeah it's funny that isn't it we've had that with the uh with the cat's christmas special it's, it's very often not recorded at christmas and the audience <laughs> have no idea so they think they're coming to a regular recording and it actually pisses them off <laughs> <laughs> they don't sort of get into it like oh well, it's like a bonus christmas like what are you doing you sad pricks it's march oh man but i tell you what come on i tell you, i feel sorry for phil foden is what i was gonna say Ooh. because that that picture you're talking about it's been sort of dressed up as a, like, how insensitive of him. Because obviously Man City lost um, to Liverpool in that FA Cup semi-final. That picture has gone out as a kind of, can you believe, less than 48 hours after losing that game. He's got the temerity to be thinking about the smell of his armpits. I don't know what the implication is that these players are supposed to go in full mourning and just sort of live in a cave until their next game. Oh, I He's see. only getting some Lucas aid and a bit of links, isn't he? Yeah, it was like, can you believe it? Look at him out and about. Oh, like he's it's not like he's and... in a nightclub. Oh, yes. It's been written up almost like he's gone and bought a supercar. Spotted shopping yeah. at co-op less than 48 hours after Man City's heartbreaking loss. I tell you what, if you have got heartbreak, you could do worse than make yourself smell nice and have a coffee and some Lucas aid. Get some pep back in your life. Well, take your own advice, John. Have a good old wash, mate. You spray. I will have a shower after okay, this. Good, good. Listen, I get up. We've we've not had the best night in the house. Uh, not had as much sleep as I like. We get up. There's a, it's a new term at school, so we've got a new bag regime, uh, new kit bag regime. regime. What do you what? mean? What's that? Well, the, the kids have different things for different terms. PE kit changes. I the reading it was regime like changes. Splashing water on your just, uh, testicles again. No. <laughs> well, even that's a little bit lower than it was last term. So, you know, it's, it's a further you know to reach what? every term. I was said gesticles then because I was going to say genitalia than testicles, but I think gesticles are a great word for balls. It's got a profanosaurus like uh, feel to mm. it, hasn't it? A comedian's balls, gesticles. Yeah, absolutely. You could have you could have uh, a little uh, bell put inside one so that it sort of tinkled when you what? ran your gesticles. <laughs> So you've got a new bag regime. 
anyway, so it was, you know, my priority in the morning is getting my kid to school on time. That is all I care about. You're a so, good um, dad, a good smelly dad. So uh, got to school on time, come straight back, do the podcast. I will shower, don't get me wrong. You know, I'll change these socks. They've done their three days, I'll change them. <laughs> Tell me you're joking. I am joking, Thank of course. Thank God. You know what, you never, you, you never smell bad. Whenever I see you, you're always... Uh... No, I'm not an unclean man. Mm. You know, I, I do shower before any sort of physical contact. But um, obviously, you know, I've been away working. My wife has taken the strain at home. I relieved her of that strain. I made it very clear. When I get back, you, you, you get on with what you need to do. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm on it, mate. I shall have a tidy round. I'll oh, cook some nice home cooked <gasps> meals. I've already. I'm, I'm downstairs now, soaking my dal. What are you gonna? My lentils <laughs> and my quinoa. They're soaking away, ready for my dal. So you're gonna make a curry then, a curry dal. It's gonna be a lovely home cooked dal on the plate this evening. Don't you worry about oh, that. Some fresh ginger in there. Oh, some John. fresh turmeric grated in there. Oh. Bit of onion. A lovely, hearty, protein rich vegan meal for the family. I love that. Uh, term- fresh turmeric makes your uh, fingers stain orange, doesn't it? It's got a lovely smell. It does. Well, you can wear gloves. Or what I do, I like to pinch the end of the turmeric, peel it, and then grate it straight away, but I don't peel the bit I'm holding. So you, you use it almost like the, the tip of a cigarette, if you will. Or, in the in Greek mythology, Achilles' heel, because that was the uh, place his mother held him. She dipped him in the lake that made him so strong. The reason his, weak, his heel was weak is because that's where the hand had been. So you've got turmeric finger where where you've touched the turmeric. That's where if I, I mean, touch I, you, you would die. This is why we get the best berries. There's very few podcasts um, where you can have a chat about Greek mythology, the Albanian language, where to get cheap lager in Spain. You know, that is it's all wrapped up here. That's why the berries come flocking. I mean, in those podcasts, probably don't have the cheek to masquerade around as an FPL podcast when all they do is at the beginning talk about who's won <laughs> and then not do the forfeits even when they've lost. You know, probably not many comics have got that gall, to be honest, but we have. We have. And don't forget, this is our debut season. So next season, there may be more FPL. But I mean, I think there's enough FPL in or here. Or less. Or less, yeah. Maybe we just next season, we just call it comedians and it's just hello this has basically turned into a yeah a work appraisal now hasn't it hello at c.com what do you like is it the fpl you like or not the fpl yeah get in touch hello at cpfpl.com or is it this curious mix you know are you coming for the fpl and staying tuned for animal weapon location (laughs) or are you really here for um Lukaku's line is it anyway, oh. and you tolerate the conversation about the success of Harvey Barnes and which tipster gave Matt the idea to captain him this Maybe week. Maybe as well, sugarcoat it a little bit. Don't don't be don't give us too brutal feedback because we are we're new to this. This is our first season, our first series, and we're learning. We're learning the world. And of we're FPL. busy guys. We are also very busy. Busy guys, aren't we? So this is a passion project. We do this because we like talking to each other, and we want to. You know what? We just want to make you guys laugh. Yeah, we just want to monetize, and it. we do. We want the intellectual property that we can sell to some global conglomerate, and then eventually retire yeah. on this dosh, right? But apart from that, we do it out of the goodness of our money grabbing hearts. Yeah, basically, this is our idea. And if you get a sniff of two Brazilian comics talking about football in Brazil and playing silly games, then we will lawyer up and we will destroy them. Yes. Also, if you work for a global conglomerate and you want to sponsor or indeed buy us out, if you, you know, and you might think, oh, maybe my brand's mm. a bit toxic for these guys. 
I'll basically. No, 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 I, no. We're fine. We're fine. We can find a way around it. You know, do it. Our, our conscience is clear. You, you've got another podcast. It was all about uh, encouraging political debate, uh, and, and we trust each other, and we speak to each other better, and we're all driving forward to make a better future. I've got a, a podcast about the environment, trying to save the planet. So if Shell want to buy this one, get your wallets out, lads. Excellent. Yeah, that's all we've got time for this week. Next podcast will be out tomorrow. Whoa. Thank you so much. Remember to send us uh, that feedback. Hello at cpfpl.com. Tweet us at ComediansFPL. Give us your ideas for animal weapon location. Anything else you want us to talk about and hit us up on Instagram and Facebook. Mm. And uh, Rad. Did you just say rad? Yeah, we said hit us up on Facebook. Yeah. So I thought I'd, I'd respond in kind, dude. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be a good forfeit where you have to talk in like street slang for a whole episode. You know, like I had to uh, okay. Welsh. Yeah, I- I'll do that. Maybe that's the next one. So whoever loses this week has to do the whole thing in like... Well, did we have a forfeit for this week where I've lost this week? Oh, yeah, what was it? Okay. Oh, you, oh, you've got to stand outside with a sign saying, I suck at FPL or I'm shit at FPL. I think that was last week, wasn't it? Oh, was I it? think I've already got to do that. Oh, darn it. Do you want to do the street slang next week? Yeah, street slang anyway. next week. Um, all right, Street Slang UK. <laughs> so join us next week to hear me using such words as bait... Uh, <laughs> I better check what that means yeah, before I say it. <laughs> oh man! Um, what is bait? Oh, this is a this is a this is a, a path lined with peril. Yeah, obvious or simple, as in you're so bait. Oh yeah, I can use that. So I tell you what, this forfeit's going to be bait, <laughs> uh, and uh, there's going to be bare street slang next week. Oh, All right, so good. So join me. And the extremely chong Matt Ford <laughs> uh, next week's comedians playing FPL. Bye. Bye.